Hi beautiful ladies. Are you so busy and distracted that quite frankly you feel you're missing out on the little things in life? I am Annabelle Ardent, wife, mother, sister, friend, and daughter, singer-songwriter. I have decided to intentionally stop and reflect on the many blessings God has given us. Blessings of intimate, personal, and strategic joy, providence, peace, grace, and hope. So sit back and relax as we look back and look forward to the many blessings ahead of us. Let us be intentional in seeking God in the little things. In this podcast, I will be sharing life stories with you in hopes that it will encourage you to pivot even closer to God. So let's go. Let's get started. And welcome to this week's In the Little Things podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Annabelle. What's in a name? Well, it's all in the name, the name of Jesus, right? And so that's what we're talking about this week. Um, yeah. I remember being surprised as an adult to realize how many names are given to God. Oh, yeah. So it's... many different names are given to him. And they're all revealed um, at different points when people need to know God in a different way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it, because they define different characteristics of God and of who he is. And, of course, there are several because, you know, it, it, he's so huge and all-encompassing. He's omniscient and omnipotent and, and so on. So there's so much that goes into the name of God. But he also gives us names. He's given people names throughout scripture. We see in different points in history, he'll change somebody's name. You know, Saul becomes Paul. Abram becomes Abraham and and all of this. And we see it again and again. And sometimes he went to prophets. And I mean, some of them, let's be honest, had to give some pretty awful names (laughs) to their kids because he was trying to make a point Point, um, about maybe some of the things that Israel was doing that he wanted to see change so that Mm -hmm. he could be in better relationship with them. Right. Right. So Annabelle has something she's going to share with us this morning about the names of God. Well, for me, I'm really going to share a story. My mom was a person who could tell what family you belong to according to the the last name of of the person it was amazing when I was a child and we would meet different people who spoke Spanish because my mom's was very I don't know she was involved in a lot of things a lot of business women groups and clubs and you know and she would hear like Ramos Oh, they must be of this origin. Oh, the and then she would Ramos. say, Perez, oh, you must be of this. I remember going to to several gatherings of my mom, and she would definitely hit on the nail the origins of each person. Wow, um, that's amazing. Either from Spain, like the mother country, or from an island, the Caribbean islands, or from South America. She could tell based off the last name. And that was astonishing for me because a lot of the people she would say, oh, you must be from this origin. They would deny it. They would say, they would say, oh no, I'm American or I was born in New York. And then they would ask their their mom or their grandmother and find out they were from from Cuba. Their origins were Puerto Rican. It's so crazy to think somebody didn't know that. Yeah. Well, because generationally speaking, I know that sometimes it was hidden before. Right. My mom could literally ask you your last name and know what part of the world 
you originated from. So growing up, there was this um, curiosity from me. I would always go up to my mom and go, so my friend's last name is such and such. Where are they from? And she would tell me and I would be like, I would go back, tell my friend and they're like, like, no, no, no. And then you're like months or weeks later, somehow we'd get back together and that per that child would come up to me and say, oh, you know, um, I asked my grandmother and yeah, you're, you're right. We are from Mexico and I didn't even know that. <laughs> and it's just because over time the the your traditions and your customs and and your origins tended to get erased and become more and more american which is not bad that's not to say neither here or there it's just we we culturally have meshed to the point where we don't even look at names anymore it's a it's a lost art if you want to say of actually knowing somebody by their last name and where they're from and yet you look at matthew and he gives the entire like this genealogy of jesus and genealogy was very big yeah Mm -hmm. i know i walk around with the last name el haj which is of lebanese origin my husband is 100 percent lebanese and um sometimes when i meet somebody from the middle east not even necessarily from lebanon they'll say oh that's from the south of lebanon isn't that yeah and i won't even say anything about the country they'll just know from the name right you know so it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting you're right it's it's um it's quite a knowledge base when people are able to identify yeah in that way yeah so in any case you know i know um i know one thing that i took for very often we take for granted things that we just hear all the time mm-hmm. and we don't think about what it means right and there were a couple of things that kind of shocked me when i went down to Mexico when I was just out of college and I was going to learn Spanish over the summer. I, what, one of my brothers in the household I was staying at asked me what Duncan meant. And I said Duncan, like thinking D-U-N-C-A-N, like the name Duncan. I have no idea what oh, that Oh, yeah, means. that is a name as well. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, no, like like Duncan Donuts. Right. They have the chain down there. Right. And I said Duncan Oh, and it never occurred to me Duncan Donuts is right. named because people dunk their donuts in coffee or, or milk or whatever. And so... It was just funny, and another word um, is doble. Oh, yes. So they don't call it double U. We call it double U. They call it literally double V, which is because they write it with the point at the bottom, and here often we would write it with the curved kind of bottom, so it looked like a double U. But it never occurred to me that our name for the letter was literally double of the letter U. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So little things like that just kind of like went over the head and under the feet for me, but, but you know, not with God. Mm -hmm. Again and again through scripture, God reveals himself to us through a name. Even with the coming Messiah, Isaiah was describing the Messiah, and he said, for to us a child is born, this is Isaiah 9, 6, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. All of those. Yes. He gives us all of those. And even still, it's just a glimpse of who God really is. Mm -hmm. In different points in scripture, God reveals himself as El Shaddai, which is God Almighty. Yeah. Right? Or Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Mm -hmm. You know, or Jehovah Rophi, the God who heals. Um, Even Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. I think that we all look to Jehovah Jireh now because one of our biggest worries day to day is just provision and how are we going to pay for this new thing that happened that we now need to 
fix or mm-hmm. or whatever. So God has always revealed himself in names to people. And it has been very, very important um, for us to know who he is. But even more importantly, there is power in his name. Yes. Amen. And power in authority over all the things of this earth, health, provision, worry, everything that we come across. God has everything in his hand, especially our future. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man who runs into it and is safe. Even those who have been given a name, if that name is not put into the trust of God, the life and the spirit given over to him, our future is determined by our name. In the Bible, it says, make sure that your name is in the book of life. At the time of judgment, if you do not have your specific name in the book of life, that determines eternity. So the name is important. It may seem like your name is just an identifier, but it's not. In our society, in our world, when we have appointments or we have to be somewhere, they're taking role. That is what's going to happen when we die. There's going to be, I think it's Peter, right? Who goes through the role and looks for the name in the book, in of, the life. book of life. And if your name is not there, you're going to have a different destiny than what you thought. So yes, it's important that you look at your name, taking it for granted, but it it may seem little to us now, but in the future, it's everything. It's all about the name. It's about the name of Jesus and knowing him and being with him is determined now. Right. You know, um, in Acts 4.12, it says there's salvation in no one else. For there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Mm-hmm. So often it's it's easier to just say, oh, we, we like to be able to say, oh, all truths are relevant. All truths are equally you know, everybody has their own truth, mm-hmm. but that doesn't line up with scripture. And it's, it's not reality. It isn't reality. Even, yeah. Even if you just think of common sense, you can't have two different realities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Irreconcilable truths that, that don't make any sense with, they can't both be true. Right. 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 Um, so it's one of those things that is difficult sometimes in our society because so we don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be a friend to other people. They want to get along with other people. And that's a wonderful thing. But it comes to knowing the truth of scripture, we need to believe what God says in his book. And Jesus says in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's really important to embrace yeah, and to understand and to, and to believe and accept. And um, Annabelle has a, a book here in her home, and I, I picked it up it, because it has an interesting title. It's called One Minute After You Die by Erwin W. Lutzer. And so um, he describes it as a preview of your final destination. Mm-hmm. And, and I just opened it, and that first paragraph gripped me because it's such a hard reality to accept I mean, I know where I'm going. I'm saved. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of friends and family who aren't. Aren't, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so. And it's heartbreaking. And I think that 
eternity, things that are spiritual that you're not seeing in the physical are so often just brushed aside, put off till later, everybody assumes tomorrow will come, that they don't actually dwell on how important of a decision that is. And before you you quote him, I do want to um, say this week, this week alone, I've had two people pass away near and dear to me oh, of aneurysms. Those are very, very quick. And one person was 42. Mm. The other person was 51. Each, That's young. We, each of them, one female, one male, had little kids. They oh. had a family. Both, amazingly, had toddlers. Oh. And the spouse was gone. Everything changed. There was no tomorrow. So the reality is we we do... We do is our nature, it's our flesh, it's our inability to comprehend that our destiny is, it, it's not determined whether we're going to have a tomorrow or not. So death is real, no guarantee of tomorrow. So in my own life with these two families, um, I've seen it in this past week from one day to the next you can be gone. Mm -hmm. So in this book, he opens up with one minute after you slip behind the parted curtain, you will either be enjoying a personal welcome from Christ or catching your first glimpse of gloom as you have never known it. Either way, your future will be irrevocably fixed and eternally unchangeable. That's scary. Yeah. The choice is now. This is Mm -hmm. the only time we have to make a decision about who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. Is he who he said he is? Or... Is he who other people in the world would want us to think he is? Is he Mm -hmm. just a prophet? Is he a teacher? Is he God? Mm -hmm. Jesus himself declared himself to be God Mm -hmm. with no, that's why he was killed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone knew Jesus was saying, I am God. He declared himself to be the great I am. Mm -hmm. For example, um, he would say that when you're looking at God, the father, like when you're looking at him, you're seeing God, the father, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that is something that uh, was considered blasphemous to people who did not believe him, but it was in actuality, the truth. He was the Messiah. He was the promise of the prophets that were speaking way back through Elijah, Isaiah, all the prophets, Jeremiah. They spoke of the one who would come. And when Jesus came and professed and declared, gave his authority as who he was sent by and who he was, they still didn't believe him. They still fought him. Prideful jealousy brought him to the cross, but that still didn't change that he was, he is, and he will always be God. So if you are on the fence and saying, oh, I don't know, I just don't know, pray to him, pray, say, Lord, reveal yourself to me so that I can believe, help me with my disbelief. And I guarantee you that if you go to him and you ask him to reveal his love for you, this may sound like we are trying to convert or trying to convince, but we're not. We, we both understand that that power is not ours. That power is only found in the Holy Spirit through the through God, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit are the only ones who can reveal the truthfulness of God. With, with those of you who've been hurt, who have passed, who have uh, doubts, who are fearful of coming to the Lord, know this, if anything... And, and Jennifer just said all the names of God. He is 
His name is love. There's absolutely nothing you could do that he will not forgive. There's absolutely nothing that you have done that he didn't already know. There's absolutely nothing in your future that he has not already planned for you to come closer to him. So if, if you have not come to him and you have not come to know him through his word, I encourage you, pick up the Bible, start with the first four gospels and read Acts and see the characteristics of God and you will see that everything that his name of Jesus is exactly what Jennifer just read. He's the God, he's the God of healing, the God of provision, the God of peace. I mean, there's just so, so much many more things. than I even mentioned. I yeah. mean, we don't have there's time to books mention and books and books about but... the name of God. You know, Matthew, <clears throat> we, we talked about the name Isaiah was giving Jesus, wonderful counselor, prince of peace, almighty God, right? Um, Matthew in that book is giving an account of Jesus's birth and the angel comes and says, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. The very name of Jesus means the Lord saves. And that was why he was given the name. Um, but he was also the word of God. Um, but Jesus, de he declared himself. If there is ever any question, did Jesus declare himself to be God? In John 8, 58, he said, truly, truly, I say to you before Abraham was, I am. And his whole audience knew that he was referring back to himself as the God who spoke to Moses out of the burning bush. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Now, if you've never fully considered the internal impact of your faith in Christ or of your lack of faith in Christ, now is the time to trust in his name. God does not ask us to give a completely blind faith. There are all sorts of ways that he has given us to be able to trust him from the prophecies that have come true and that were um, all revealed in Jesus Christ. Prophecies before Jesus Christ that were given hundreds of years before they actually came to be, but they did in fact come to be. We know that the Bible is accurate and true. There are um, so many ways to, to look at that. And of course, we also know the way that Jesus changes lives. Mm -hmm. We look at the lives of the people who died for him. Now, there are many religions, many faiths where people will die because they believe it to be true. Yeah. But the disciples who walked with Jesus, who watched him die, who saw that he was buried, and who then saw him rise from the dead, they were changed forever. Mm -hmm. And these are people who knew the truth of what they were saying. Right. Right. They didn't just believe something to be true. And they witnessed the resurrection mm -hmm. and died because they would not stop declaring the truth of what they saw in that resurrection. It's one thing, again, to die for something that you believe in, even if that thing happens to not be true. But they knew because they had seen it wasn't something anybody had told them. And yet they were all willing to go. Aside from John, mm -hmm. who went to the island of Patmos in exile, they were all willing to go to their deaths mm -hmm. and painful deaths at that, declaring that they were absolutely telling the truth of Christ's resurrection and declaring how he had changed their lives and the lives of those around them. And he can absolutely change yours, just like he's changing ours on a daily basis. Yes. It's amen. amazing mm -hmm. to walk in the Lord. I can't imagine a life without the peace of walking with Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you haven't done it today, 
we encourage you. You don't have to go to a huge church and walk up to no. them to say particular words. You don't have to do any effort other than to find a quiet place by yourself. And if you even want to just pick up the Bible and start there, I recommend you start there. Because the way the Bible speaks to each individual individually is powerful. And if you find yourself at a place where you're looking for true happiness, true meaning, true purpose in your life, ask God, reveal yourself to me in such a way that I will see you clearly for who you are. And I will at that point know you are with me. And I will surrender myself to you. The only way to know God is to be close to God. So perhaps the Lord has just recently spoken into your heart and you're saying, oh my goodness, I can see it now. I believe. Then go to the Lord and tell him that wherever you are at any moment, go to him and just let him know, God, I'm a sinner and I know it. You've revealed that to me. I know it, but I believe in you and I trust that you are the only means by which I might be saved. I'm asking you to just do that in my life, that you would that you would save me, that you would set me apart and make me yours. Believe that and you'll receive Christ. And then just I go to the Lord every day and keep talking to him. I, you know, Paul says, pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean we're sitting there 24 seven praying, but throughout the day, don't you find yourself, Annabelle, oh, yeah. just I'm reaching out, just like talking to oh, him. God, help me in this, help yeah. me in that. Like just little things, little, little moments. Things. Just like you'd be talking to a friend where you, you just reach out or you sit there in silence and wait for something to be said to you. And that's why the podcast is called In the Little Things. Because it's in the little things that God reveals himself. It's in the little things that God shows you the big things and gives you the big things and, and entrusts us with the big things. So go to him. Um, if this podcast has encouraged you, if you have any questions regarding anything we spoke about, feel free to post it on our, our webpage, AnnabelleArdent.com. Feel free to, um, you know, post it where you're listening to the podcast. We would love to hear from you, pray over you, and bless you and encourage you. So this week, we just ask that you consider putting your name into the book of life. Consider mm -hmm. where your next step will be, where your eternity will be spent. And if you have anything at all, please let us know. But for now, we want to bless you and hope that you have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Oh, it's been so awesome spending time with you. Thank you for listening to today's In the Little Things podcast. As we navigate this journey together, I highly encourage you to hit the subscribe button so you will not miss the upcoming episodes. Feel free to share this with anyone you feel would be inspired, encouraged, or strengthened. And if you'd like to know more about Annabelle Ardent Ministry, you can go ahead and push the button on this podcast, AnnabelleArdent.com. Uh, there you can find more uh, information on the ministry itself and all the upcoming events, any new uh, merchandise that you can um, you can get for birthdays and stuff, you know. And um, also, if you wanted to leave any comments or anything private, you can do it there as well on my Connect page. Uh, for now, I just want to um, thank you again for being with me. Um, hit the like button if you uh, like this podcast. And uh, may God um, 
love just bless you and, and embrace you this week. Um, as you encounter him on a personal and closer level, um, I hope that you will see God's love in the little things. And uh, for now, I will see you next week. And until then, know that you are your presence has been purposed. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye-bye.